Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good morning and welcome to the Morning Sports Briefing, brought to you at 8am every single day by New Zealand Sports Radio. Hi, I'm Paul and in today's show we will be talking about an all-white striker who's charmed UK TV, people playing in the park, Jock Edwards has unfortunately passed away and uh, we have an update on the state of origin for you as well. So let's kick on, it's going to be a bumper show and go straight over to Stephen from the South to take us through the football. Good morning, Paul, and good morning, everyone, tuning in this morning. Yes, uh, it is a bit of a bumper show today, and around the football world, i tell you what, I'm having a bad news ban on my segment. It's only good, heartwarming stories heading your way today, so make sure you're ready for this one. Right, let's go. Football for Fires is back on again. We've got the dawn of a new era entering the Republic of Ireland. Combat Corona, hashtag it. It splashes the cash on FIFA charity stream. But first up, it is the Kiwi, Chris Wood, who lights up UK TVs. Yes, Burnley and all-white superstar forward Chris Wood has appeared in a Making It Pro segment on Sky Sports UK. The near 15-minute segment talks with Wood about his journey from schoolboys and uh, club football in New Zealand, being bullied for playing football and not rugby. Yep, it happens a lot here. Getting the chance to break into the England setup, and then with a trial at West Brom, he moves on six loan deals around the country. The turning point in his career on those loans at Leeds and Millwall and Leicester in the championship, and then, of course, making it to the big time, the big step up to the EPL and killing it with Burnley. 31 goals he scored in 88 games for the club. Now, there's left a lot of English fans wondering why he's not being selected in the English setup yet. Well, I tell you what, England, I hate to break it to you, but he's not yours. He's ours. So go get lost and get your own strikers. Of course, there is plenty of talk about his achievement with the All-Whites, being an 18-year-old at the World Cup, the youngest All-Whites captain ever, and plenty more about our fifth ever Premier League Kiwi. So go check that out on Sky Sports Football YouTube channel. A great exposure for New Zealand football and, of course, for the All-Whites as well. A new charity initiative has been set up to raise crucial funds for UNICEF UK to combat the COVID-19 virus. A new group that goes by the name 
Combat Corona, the hashtag in all over the place, has raised 18,000 pounds during a, a charity Twitch stream on Sunday playing FIFA 20. So it featured a couple of the biggest FIFA, esports, YouTube and Twitch names, Spencer FC and Castro, who are hosting the event, but it was a big name players that stole the attention of fans. The show opened up with Everton forward Dominic Calvert-Lewin thumping his teammate and goalkeeper Jordan Pickford 3-1. There was goals galore in game two as Man United fullback Luke Shaw and Chelsea midfielder Ruben Loftus-Cheek left defence at the door with a 6-4 victory to Shaw. That almost rhymed together, so you can have that one for free as well. Game three saw Man United winger Daniel James pick up a 3-2 victory over Chelsea midfielder Billy Gilmore. And then as the show wore on, the big boys came out to play. Arsenal's Kieran Tierney piled on the misery against Chelsea's Mountain Mason Mount with a 6-1 thumping scoreline. And then finally, the big one, the highlight matchup, Gareth Bale versus the first non-UK player on the show, Paulo Dybala. Shots were fired before kickoff in this one as Dybala selected Bale's Real Madrid team to play with and then proceeded to drop Bale from the side and then used Bale's trademark sort of heart celebration when he scored the winning goals against him. And that's what he did. He went on Dybala and won the match 3-1 in the big closing feature that drew quite a lot of social media attention as well. £18,000 raised for charity in a few hours that they streamed. And on their page, they do mention there may be more exclusive content, prizes, FIFA battles with your favourite players in the future. So go check out Combat Corona on Twitch and on Twitter. The Republic of Ireland has appointed a new head coach over the weekend. Stephen Kenny, great name by the way as well, has replaced Mick McCarthy with a media effect after the 2020 Euros were suspended indefinitely. Kenny was promoted up through the national side system, giving up the Irish under-21 position to move up the ranks to the national team. Leaving his post, Mick McCarthy, who was in his second run as Irish manager, was disappointed not to have the chance to finish a job that he started getting his team into the Euro finals, but understands ultimately the decision that was made. When Ireland do get a shot at that qualification, it's unknown when, but they are two games away from potentially joining Group E. The semi-final match will be against Slovakia with a deciding game against either Northern Ireland, which wouldn't that be a ripper, Republic of Ireland versus Northern Ireland, or Bosnia and Herzegovina. So that's the options for them, and they could potentially make their way into the big dance of that competition. Finally, the postponed Football for Fires exhibition charity match, which is set up to raise funds for the Australian Bush Fires Appeal. It was scheduled to take place in Sydney on May the 23rd. It's been confirmed it will have a change of date to October the 3rd. But the good thing about it is you can still expect all the big names to be there for it. Players like Didier Drogba, Claudio Mancuso, uh, Dwight York, and even Ronaldinho, if he's released from, released from prison on time, that is, uh, is still expected to be part of the matchup. Uh, they also agreed to play, but it has been a bit of a year of disaster so far for everyone, hasn't it? So a little bit of bright news to wrap up and for the whole little segment here. Um, hopefully makes your day a little bit better. That's it from football for me. Enjoy your day, and I'll see you back here tomorrow for more. Thank you very much, Stephen, for your update on the uh, football. Moving over to Ashwin now for an update on the cricket. Yes, well, as, as mentioned in the headlines, we start with a bit of sad news with big hitter and cult hero from back in the day, Jock Edwards, has made his final walk to the middle. Jock Edwards has died at the age of 64. Edwards played as a wicketkeeper batsman and he played six test matches for New Zealand as well as eight one-dayers. <clears throat> Excuse me. He represented Central Districts uh, locally as well. Uh, 
probably one of the things that you'll remember from is his big big hitting, as I mentioned. Um, one of the biggest sixes you'll probably uh, arguably say hit in world first-class cricket where he basically hit one out of the ground in Nelson, it landed in a truck, and the truck driver found it when he got to Blenheim. <laughs> Personally, I remember going to Eden Park at the Outer Oval and waiting for him to hit the big sixes out of the ground in the days before the T20s, and with the bats with those ridiculous edges that we have today. Uh, they used to play with matchsticks effectively with what they look at today. Moving on to other news, and Josh Butler is not much into memorabilia, is um, auctioning off his World Cup final shirt where they drew with the Black Caps uh, to raise funds for the uh, NHS. Um, and bonus, it comes with the original sweat and bubbles that are sprayed onto the shirt. So if you're into a bit of memorabilia yourself, get a Josh Butler original, and it still smells like the day that it uh, wore it. So, you know, bonus there. And uh, just in a bit of COVID news, the uh, county teams in the UK will all join Yorkshire in furloughing players and staff at, to cut costs to keep them going whilst there is no sports underway. And, Paul, that's all we have for cricket today. Thank you very much, Arthur, and we'll hand you over to Steve from the far north to take us through the birthdays today. Uh, thank you, Paul, and a good morning to everybody. Mark Elric, who is a retired New Zealand football, who works occasionally as a football commentator for Sky TV. During his playing career, he represented the All Whites as a striker, scoring three goals in 40 appearances between 1995 and 2000. He represented seven clubs locally throughout his career, as well as the now defunct Football Kings. Mark Elric. Born this day in Auckland, 1967. He is 53 years old today. Now, one man you'd hope who would be applying the uh, rules to the lockdown is George Bennett. He's a New Zealand professional race, racing cyclist who currently rides for UCI World Team Jumbo Visma. He represented New Zealand at the 2016 Summer Olympics. In 2017, he became the first New Zealander to win the classification at the UCI World Tour Cycling Event when he won the Tour of California. Bennett also entered the 2017 Tour de France and finished seventh on the ninth stage, his most impressive rider thus far. George Bennett, born this day in Nelson, 1990. He is 30 years old today. Speaking of another professional, Bundyaki is a professional rugby union player who plays for Connick in the Pro 14 and the Ireland national team. Aki was born and grew up in New Zealand. Of Samoan descent, he qualified for Ireland through residency. Aki previously played for Counties Monaco, 43 caps, and the Waikato Chiefs, 25 caps. And he has currently 92 caps for Connick and 26 caps for Ireland. Bundy Laofi Banduli Aki, born this day in Auckland, 1990. He is 30 years old today. Back to you, Paul. Thank you very much. I'm moving on to rugby news. First off, over in Australia, uh, reports are that incoming Wallabies coach Dave Rennie would be would reconsider his future if Railing Castle was to go. Apparently, he did say uh, that one of the reasons he'd taken the role was that he was very impressed with Raylene Castle and the way that she was setting things up at the ARU. So 
um, sources, uh, sources close to him apparently, whatever that means, uh, suggests that he would rethink whether he would be the Wallabies coach. So that'll make some other people perhaps rethink where the Railing Castle should go. In Crusaders news, um, Richie Mwanga and four other players, unnamed players, were caught training together in Christchurch um, at the same park. And the Super Rugby franchise said, later said that they came from three different bubbles. Uh, so the players have been reprimanded uh, and uh, have been reminded of their duties. Uh, let's hope we don't see any more of that kind of behaviour from any rugby players. Also in Crusaders news, David Havili has talked for the first time since having um, a 20 centimetres um, of his bowel removed due to infection. Uh, swift action by the surgeons meant that uh, stopped from getting worse. It could have been much worse. Um, he has um, lost 9 kgs uh, during this time, dropping from 96 kgs down to 87 kgs. So even though he might be back in training in about five weeks' time, he's got a lot of conditioning work ahead of him before he gets up back up to his playing weight. We do wish David Havili a quick and uh, full recovery. Moving over to England, after Worcester Warriors furlonged their players, it looks like the rest of the Premiership teams are to follow. The RFU has already furlonged around 340 of its 540 staff um, and also uh, has put more employees on to the government-funded income support, which means they're on 80% of their salaries. Uh, it's understood that uh, one of the options on the table now being discussed by the Premiership teams is a reduction of the £7 million, or £14.6 million New Zealand dollars, um, salary cap for the first ever time. Every other time it has gone up so far. Everything is on the table, one source said. These um, these are desperate times. So clearly a lot of options being discussed over there in England. Moving up to Scotland, uh, and unfortunately, um, former Scotland captain and British and Irish Lion, Doogie Morgan, has passed away at the age of 73. Uh, he was a scrum half, was capped 21 times for Scotland between 1973 and 1987, and was selected to tour New Zealand with the British and Irish Lions in 1977. He came on in the third test and started the fourth test then, scoring all of the Lions points in that fourth test with a try, a conversion and a penalty. If only he'd got a drop goal, he would have had the full set. Our thoughts go out to his family um, having, uh, today. Finally, Bernard Laporte um, has some ideas for World Club competition, but we're running out of time and we'll discuss those tomorrow on the show. I'll hand you back to Stephen from the North, who will take you through league news. Thanks again, Paul. And news, lead news, State of Origin coach Kevin Walters wants the State of Origin series to be factored into the middle of the NRL's rescheduled draw or at the end rather than potentially to be used to relaunch the season. Just a couple of his quotes. If you if put it at the end of the competition, surely by then the fans would come back in their droves. For mine, that is what really drives Origin. It's fans, their passion. Reaches, Walters uh, rejected an idea thrown up by Blues rival Brad Flipper that the players of Pacific Island heritage, such as North Queensland's Tongan international Jason Taumalolo, should be allowed to be eligible for the origin selection. Even I have to agree with that. Other ideas being thrown up have come from Trent Robertson, who happens to be the Roosters NRL coach. He believes the time is right for the NRL to innovate, to recapture the public's imagination when the competition likely restarts with the shortened season. He also happens to be part of the NRL's new innovations committee, headed up by ARL Commissioner Wayne Pierce. Got to say, interesting that. He's basically quoted 
if we're going to let this competition on, it's going to be shortened season. Let's experiment with stuff that we would never do, that we would never actually try. Let's offer a great product. Let's get out there on the world stage and offer the game of rugby league. Let's get the game back on as safely as possible and let's experience experiment with conferences. Let's work out how the game looks. We're going to have to go into bubbles anyway to do that. Gee, that's a whole lot of let's say, guys, out there. We'll see what happens there, fellas. And just one last story, a little bit of uh, breaking news from Rugby League. Now, their NRL has reportedly contacted the New Zealand government in a desperate attempt to get the Warriors to Australia for the highly anticipated return of the seeding season. According to the NRL, the, uh, the Sydney Morning Herald, big upon the NRL, is hell-bent on getting the Warriors an exemption from travel restrictions to the club so they can be included in the competition's return by May 28th. Problem is, guys, nobody from the New Zealand government knows about it. That's the league news for today. We'll see you tomorrow morning. Thank you very much, Stephen. Moving on to general sport. Um, in, golf, uh, sorry, yeah, in golf, the Open has been cancelled for this, uh, this, this year. Um, and will be it was due to take place in July at Royal St George's in Kent and will be held there now in 2021. The Masters has been moved from April to November. The US PGA is now slated for August and the US Open um, has been moved from June to September, a week before the Ryder Cup. So uh, lots of changes there around the majors in golf. Uh, in boxing, heavyweight contender Kerbrat Fulev um, has pledged half his purse, an estimated four million New Zealand dollars, from his upcoming world title clash with Anthony Joshua um, to help with the battle of coronavirus. Uh, before this bout, uh, Pulev has a 28 and one record with 14 knockouts and has made this generous gesture um, to help the tireless heroes fighting the um, disease. In netball, netball New Zealand isn't expecting to have to bail out the other franchises like it has had to with Canterbury's mainland tactics. Um, apparently, all the other ones are in a strong position and reported a surplus in 2019. So that is good news for uh, netball in New Zealand. While some of the mainland zone has suggested that zones are a bad idea, uh, the other zones say that it's working well and netball New Zealand has no uh, intentions of changing the setup currently. Yesterday was the Swimming New Zealand 2019 um, Awards Para-Olympian Swimmer of the Year was Sophie Pascoe. Domestic swimmers of the year, um, Helena Gasson and Erica Fairweather. Technical officer, official of the year, Ross Gillespie. Performance swim club of the year was the North Shore Swim Club. International swimmer of the year was Lewis Clairbutt. Uh, uh, coach of the year was Lars Hammer. And swimmer of the year was also Lewis Clairbutt. Lewis Clairbutt won the bronze medal at the 400 metres uh, individual medley last in last year's World Championship. So congratulations to all of the winners there. Moving on to cycling, the Belgium Olympic road race champion Greg van Avermaet um, was crowned the winner of the virtual Tour of Flanders um, as 13 riders took on the event in their homes. Um, the race was scheduled to be held in Belgium this last Sunday and this is a race that continued during the World Wars. Uh, so it shows you how momentous an occasion it is that this has that it got cancelled for the first time in well well beyond living memory um, for uh, in that one. They just raced the last thirty kilometres 
of the race. It was streamed on YouTube. Uh, normally the race is 267.2 kilometers long. Uh, so yes, yeah, so they didn't race the whole thing indoors. That is the news for today. And so thank you everyone for joining us. We'll be back at 8 a.m. tomorrow morning, uh, like every morning, bringing you a live sports update. And uh, so you start the day the right way. Do join us also tomorrow night, Wednesday at 8 p.m. for the very first Do You Know Sport sports quiz live here on the channel. Uh, also, the recording will be put out as a podcast as well. So thank you very much, everybody. Don't forget to subscribe, like the page to get notifications. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 